Hello and welcome to another installment, dear viewers, of A Brother's Core Podcast. That's Bob. That's Jake. And today we are um, half-assing our way. It's an, it's going to be a uh, limp the way through the episode episode. It's going to be one of our very special episodes because... <laughs> Possibly. Uh, Possibly a very special I episode. I wasn't able to write anything down. I was busy at work. I just forgot. And we've done a lot of talking and bullshitting around over the weekend. Yeah. So... We um we started to kind of uh, tap stuff out though we do have a really I, fun special idea in store. We are gonna for a leave that until yeah we yeah just gonna tease the tease of the teaser. When the teased become the tea or anyway. no no just just no all of that all of what you were just saying no. <laughs> when the teased becomes the teaser with the or the teaser becomes the teased or. Whatever. I don't know, dude. Shame. Alright, so See, if you would have if you would have watched the fifth season of Game of Thrones by now, I could have said shame, 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 and then tried doing a bell ring motion and you would get it. I would have got it anyway, Jake, because I actually, you know, understand references half the time. I would have still got like I always understand half the time. But you see, you know, just saying shame is... We're coming off shame, of a shame, strong... Shame, shame, <laughs> I always, for some reason, Chain of Fools, I always started doing the shame, shame, shame instead of chain, chain, chain. I don't know why. I think because when I was a kid, I seriously thought she was saying shame, shame, shame. And we start this uh, podcast on a somewhat somber note because uh, we uh, found out it's the day that David Bowie died. I l- when I say I found out today, I mean, we started this after finding out literally... Right before I hit record is when I noticed. Well, I woke up just before 8 o'clock and I noticed the USA Today alert on my phone. And the alert popped up at midnight 30. So, you know, it's one of those things. I don't know. It just got me thinking, you know. It's it's like, like that's why we didn't talk about Lemmy. Like how Dusty had um, suggested Lemmy. Because really, you know, Never. neither one of us were big Motorhead fans. I can't even say that I'm the biggest David Bowie fan. I am an appreciator of David Bowie. Um, I do feel sad that my two favorite Bowie songs, every time I say it, people are like, what? I figured fans. Modern Love was a lot more... Dude, Modern Love, I'm glad Thank you said you. that. Because that's my favorite Bowie song. Yeah. Because anytime I hear that, I feel like that song should be in Rocky Horror Picture Show. It sounds like the style of rock and roll song that you would hear in Rocky Horror. I'm going to have to disagree. But I'm not Personally. saying it ain't good. It just doesn't give me that same feel. And also... TVC15. It's a David Bowie song that it's just some really just. I honestly have no idea what the hell that song's about, and chances are that song is about Jack and or yeah. shit. But it's so just poppy, like it. It just everything about it just kind of you know. I uh, like the groove of Rebel Rebel. Um, I really dig that groove. Man who sold the world. I really like, but to me. I love that Nirvana cover from Unplugged in New yeah. York. Um, and, of course, you know, there's very various sentimental reasons why, you know. Yeah, but we it was actually a little more well done. Right, but that's the thing. Like, with the, the, the subject matter of the song, I feel like the David Bowie version is too produced. It whereas is. that live version doesn't have that that's production why, uh, value. And I think that's why it comes across as the stronger I interpretation have a good middle, of the song. I have a good middle ground for you, Jake. There's a later... A rendition of it, like back when I was in school for graphic design, and this was right after YouTube started up. Okay, we're talking. This was two thousand four, 
2000, no, it was 2005 when I started. So it was right when YouTube started getting big. Right. What I would do is, since I had no money, I was like, right when we moved out here, we were living with Grandma and Grandpa, and yeah, they just had dial-up. So I wasn't going to be doing any downloading. Yeah. So the only music I basically listened to at school was through YouTube. I'd put a playlist and, you know, go through there. And I wanted to, I wanted to manage the world, so I grabbed a version, one of Bowie's versions. It was done in, like, 95, 96. Fucking amazing, because... All that horrible vocal production they put into it to give it that weird feel when honestly the sitar was enough, gone. It was so beautifully done because it was the best version because it wasn't overly produced crap from the, see, what it, that's, the 70s was. That's how was. I feel about the Ziggy Stardust also. That one feels overproduced. Like if they wouldn't have, especially the vocals, it feels overproduced. I'm going to have to just completely disagree on that. I love, I love Ziggy and Stardust and all the songs Ziggy related Stardust. to it. And oh. I'm not knocking it, but I think that's also part of it. I think it's supposed to have an overproduced due to the... The subject matter and the, the fantastical yeah. nature. Maybe that's the what they were shooting for. The nature of it, yeah. Right. They were shooting for like an overproduction where it's supposed to sound like an overperfected kind of thing. Yeah, Life on Mars is horribly overproduced. Yeah. Starman, not so much. Also, I noticed something. Uh, what was it? Knowing Me, Knowing You. I was listening to it like a while ago. And the little bit after uh, in the chorus where it starts doing the like, dun dun like, after, you know, it's like, knowing me, knowing you, there's nothing else we can do. And right at the end, it starts doing this little this little note progression that, I swear to God, sounds just like the freaking, uh, the the chorus riff to Starman. <laughs> so weird. Right. So freaking weird. Well, and, and I have like, something that's even more weird sounding. But I think one of the things with uh, Ziggy Stardust, believe it or not, one of my favorite versions, actually on the very first Guitar Hero, the very first Guitar Hero, it was all as done by, so it was kind of like a reinterpretation. And I actually thought that the sound of the version that was on Guitar Hero yeah, sounded that was just amazing. Yeah, house band doing it. Yeah. yeah. And I thought that that, um, I'm not sure who it was that had done that. Oh, you no, know, it was like literally the, them. Yeah. Like when I say a house band, it was in house. It was. It was the people who made the game. Yeah, and that that was that was such a great rendition of that song to me personally. Which that first Guitar Hero, I think that's one of the reasons why I loved it so much is that they did do such great um, renditions of songs like Texas Flood by Stevie Ray Vaughan, Thunder Kiss 65 by White Zombie, um, I Want to Be Sedated by the Ramones. They done just really, really faithful renditions and course ziggy stardust was on there so <laughs> yeah i don't know it was i was just like oh man that's kind of a bummer you know like there's there's some artists whether it be musicians or actors or that sort of thing there's some artists who you know you don't take and maybe in some ways take for granted and kind of forget about until you hear something you're like man i forget about how much i love that that artist or that group and to me sometimes that was david bowie yeah i walk to work too much and i have so much bowie on my phone so it's one of those things i'm never i never have that time because yeah, i my, think i actually have modern love on my workout playlist on my spotify workout playlist i want to double yeah check i have that. actually on the phone because i have crappy g yeah, okay. i have crappy uh wireless service so 
I tend to just have to put things on there instead of just Spotify. Modern Love we used to play in the store. Uh-huh. That was on our, our um, one of the CDs they sent in, which Young Americans is still on there, which I like. I like Young Americans, but Modern Love, I don't know. It just, there's some sort of like old-timey rock feel to it that that I just love. Oddly enough, I like When You're a Boy. It's It's so, like, rockabilly bubblegum. Mm-hmm. It's the easiest way to put it, and I don't know. There's just something about it. Like I, re- even though it's really, really just a stupid song, you might have to find a way to close out the episode with modern love. Oh hell no! We would definitely get to. You see, Jake, <laughs> but I'm it's not, out of appreciation. It's I'm not, not like trying to make too money. much about I uh, about golden earrings slamming us because I think they're going to be more surprised that somebody knows a song of theirs that isn't freaking radar, radar love, love or Twilight Zone. <laughs> But uh, especially if he's like, dude, that I isn't know. even my favorite one of your songs. Like, like seriously, man. Freaking the devil made me do it? Shit. Seswa? Shit. Oh, so there's a Facebook page I follow. And upon hearing of David Bowie's passing, the video that they shared on their page was the Peace on Earth little drummer boy with him and Bing Crosby. <laughs> that is honest. That should be the highest praise you can give Bowie. That is the only Christmas song I genuinely like. That's my favorite Christmas song, period. Love it. I love that one, dude. Yeah. But Elvis Presley's Blue Christmas would be like number two. I just hate Christmas songs, dude. I know you do. But no, that one, him and Bing Crosby, like, even even if you're thinking about their personalities, how they're just kind of polar opposites, you know? One was kind of like low-key jazz kind of crooner kind, and the other one was very, very glam. (laughs) Very glam. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, because what year was that, Ron? I don't remember when that was. I want to say it was late seventies, early eighties. Was whenever they yeah, that was that. yeah, because that it was, was back when TV he was li- allowed to do whatever TV the hell special. he wanted. Yeah, and I watched this thing interesting on that PBS had shared on Facebook, um, where the the series is called Blank on Blank, and it's where this uh, guy was interviewing David Bowie, and Bowie was talking about how. He found it funny that, you know, he never considered himself like a high rock star, even though from 72 to 76, everything that you can do as a rock star, he tried to do, you know, and he and how he in some ways it almost sounded like he either had a level of naivete to his own rock stardom or a modesty about it. I don't know which one it was, but he even talked about how he had no issues writing songs for like Lou Reed or writing songs for Iggy, Iggy Pop, but yet he had difficulties writing for himself. Like, he could write songs for other people, no problem, but it was difficult to write songs for himself. Huh. It was a really interesting interview. I think it was PBS Digital, like PBS had shared PBS Digital's post that they had just put up, like, on Friday. I like how PBS is so. getting ahead of their game on stuff, because, yeah, they... One of my, I God, I haven't seen it ever. One of my favorite YouTube channels was a PBS uh, shop channel, and so yeah, PBS is getting ahead of the game. Which I mean, heck, yeah. when you can't get funding to do your crap in the on normal channels, and when you get sad things like Sesame Street going to be HBO, Sesame Street will be on HBO. Yeah. Jake, that is the saddest thing in the world. That oh. you see, you got to make sure you wake your kids up at the right time. You wake them up too early to watch Sesame Street, they're going to catch the end of the Western uh, the Western time zone showing of, what, 
the pimps up, hose down, annual ball, or real sex is like, oh, dude, just screw up just a little bit and you're fucked. Yep. Oh, that's just sad. Well, it's more sad because not every child will have the op- will have access to it. That's the, you know, it's not even the lineup on but HBO. But their YouTube channel just, is still. Yeah. I love, dude. Their YouTube channel has new stuff, has old stuff, and it's great because I've been watching some of the newer things and. Holy crap, it's so adult-oriented, but still super kitty. Like, I showed you the Game of Thrones, right? Or the, yes. the Game of Chairs? Yes, dude, that was hilarious. There were so many weird freaking uh, jokes in there that no kid would get. Half of which slightly, you know, just like, oh god, <laughs> like that's, so that brick, you know? like, that's so adult. That's so like. I this is the second worst party I've ever been to. It's like oh oh Rob oh Robert, don't lose your head. It's like oh shit. It's like I must go. I have a wedding to get to. Have fun. Like oh. I still love going back and watching like old YouTube red wedding reaction videos. To me, they never get old, dude. Like just people's genuine reactions, like them like freaking out, and the people. Who knew what was coming up? They're just sitting there like yeah. all stone-faced, you know? And you could tell the ones who had read the books and those, you know, were genuinely shocked. And I like to try to I try to listen to what's going on in the background so I can hear what part it is that they're freaking out at. Anyway, David Bowie, here's you know, that's you. actually why I started watching Game of Thrones. Me too. Because I had it down. I had the first two seasons downloaded because everybody did. I mean, honestly. And more and more people do. Well, now it's no, still here's the most the pirated. They made it. They made it to where you could just buy an HBO online account, which which would cut so much shit down. But guess what? To view it, you have to go to one of two sites, and it's really fucking hard to sign up for the shit. And it's so dumb to try to get. And I was like, you know what? Why can't you just have HBO site have access to the HBO Go board? They actually do. No, I mean to sign up for HBO. No, or you, no, can, no. you can though. Like the actual website. But you, it told me every time I clicked on that, it's like you have to buy it through one of these two oh. things. Instead of buying it through, through HBO and watching it on HBO. Or, but now there's the HBO now. Oh, no. That's what I'm talking about, Jake. Oh. It's through two, it was through two different freaking companies that I had to choose through. And they were all online cable things, you could call it. Online TV channels. Still the same thing. I was going to say, you're, uh, I know the things that I had read, you were supposed to be able to watch it through Apple. Yeah, and guess what? I know. I know, Bob. Yeah, that's good for anybody with an iPad, but fuck that noise, Jake. But I... Uh, no, that's why I kind of wanted to get into Game of Thrones, is because I read about like how people were losing their shit over the Red Wedding, and I was like... Well, you know, so I watched the reaction video, still not knowing what it was. I just wanted to see how it was yeah. that people were truly Freaking reacting. Out, yeah. yeah. I had Things no, mine, other I than everybody first, dying. I'd heard that everybody dies at a wedding. That's all I'd I heard. already had the first two seasons downloaded. I just never watched them. For about six months, I had them downloaded. And then I came on, I was like, eh, you know what, I guess I'll watch them. Started getting kind of into it. It was a, I seriously think I, I killed it. I killed the first season in about, I'd like to say, a day. Because I had the Sunday off, I woke up, I laid down, I started watching it. Because I hooked up, you know, I love I love hooking up an HDMI to my computer, to my yeah. TV. It's great. I just laid down and watched the entire first season and got a headache. Massive headache because you don't binge watch for freaking 11 hours and not get a fucking headache. It's true. But I did spend the entire time without pants on. That, was <laughs> that is why it's one of those cherished memories. I had a day off after working, I think, two doubles in a row, and I just crashed. 
great. <laughs> but, you know, speaking of binge watching, I I really wanted to binge watch Making a Murderer. I, we just didn't have the time to do it. I, I fell into the whole Making a Murderer madness that's been going around the country. But yeah, okay, so what was your uh, your topic idea for uh, things people should discuss oh, but, okay. but don't? Alright, yeah, it is a segment I do want to continue because... Yeah, people do need to talk about shit, and a lot of people don't talk about this. Don't talk about it because they find it weird, or they think they're wrong, or they think they're dirty, and all this other horrible or it stuff. Or pisses them off. No, 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 I'm talking about things. Legitimately, you're just afraid you're the only person. Okay. All right, and this one, this one, you may not have never got, Jake. You honestly probably have never got because it's something that only happens with people with long hair. Say you're in the shower, you're all scrubby, scrub, scrub, scrubs, got everything done. And uh, when you're drying off, you know, of course, you start drying off your booty. All of a sudden, you feel a weird tug when you're drying off your butt. Like, okay. So you try to feel around and see what it is, and you end up pulling a hair out your ass. Now, this can do in multiple ways. Yes, yes, Jake. <laughs> this can come in multiple fashions, all right? Oh, and yeah, man. when you got long hair, this is something, ladies out there, I know, I know you go through this. Because I had... You had some long-ass I had some long-ass Hagrid locks, dude. Seriously. <laughs> I looked like That's Hagrid. True. And I had that one stupid shirt that I kept patching up so it literally looked like his moleskin vest. Oh. I dressed poorly. I dressed really poorly. And I was oh, in high school. Uh, but yeah, I had like this really bushy, curly mane of hair. Yeah. Hardly ever shaved. I was a full-on Hagrid, dude. Uh, tall, fat, and... Oh, I guess that does prove the point that literally every tall fat guy looks alike. You didn't have a alike. beard. You were baby-faced. Oh, I, I either shaved or didn't shave, Jake. I'm, okay, so the picture I'm thinking yeah, of... Yeah, the picture you're thinking of is when I'm late. Yeah, but Jake, after that, like after like freaking junior year, like I actually didn't have... I didn't grow facial hair hardly ever, okay? So I shaved like once every three weeks. It grew very slowly, so I didn't have to. Then when it started and I hated shaving, I just didn't. Except for except for my upper lip, it looked ugly. It looked horrible. Oh, big ass Martin Van Buren mutton chops or shit. Who was it with the mutton chops? I think it was Martin Van Buren. I don't fucking care. No, Martin Van Buren had some mutton chops. That's the one I think yeah, of. Yeah, I know. But you see, but that's like I hardly ever grew hair on there. But anyway, anyway. So yeah, you, my you're hair, so baby faced. My hair always fell out. Like, it just, that's just what it was. It just grew fast and fell out fast, just constantly shedding multiple times. Like, say you're laying in bed, and Jake, you've had this. Tell me you haven't had this. You're laying in bed, you're about to go to sleep, then you start feeling around for pimples on your ass. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you feel like hair. It's like, okay, I'll just pull like, ah! (laughs) (laughs) You feel like, you're like, Howdy, partner. There's a snake in my boot. <laughs> it's like someone pulling your drawstring. Sometimes it feels weird. Sometimes, honestly, it doesn't feel so weird, Jake. <laughs> it's it's okay. It's just like popping the ass zits. You never know when it's going to be a horrible one or a refreshing one. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's the topic I wanted. But I know it's something you can't. Well, no, but. I do have a wife that has long hair, and I have found, dude, I'm always, like, pulling hair, like, out of clothes, like, you know, just from washing them, and it gets stuck, like, inside of the clothes, or 
I know this is going to sound weird, but not necessarily in the context that I mean this. Like, finding random long hairs around my crotchetal area and just, like, pulling it. I'm like, there's a long blonde hair. And Sarai's just like, uh, what kind of blonde hussy are you messing around with that you're pulling a hair from, <laughs> from your crotch? I was like, I don't know, but she is a hussy. <laughs> So at least we kind of have fun with it, but it is. I'll just be like, <laughs> got stuck in your old your old dick jam, like the the the, the sweaty jam jam. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So uh, no, I've never had that long hair issue, but I did have like the issues of like with you and Cody. Like, um, trying to flip, like, cigarette ash out the window and it coming back around and catching Cody in the hair and him having to smack his hair. Or watching Cody trying to smoke with the windows down and his hair flopping everywhere. (laughs) Because where he had the underpart shaved, so it was where he had stringy-ass hair anyway. I don't know why he did the underpart. Mine made sense because I I think to start out that way, like, to start long hair, that's a good way to start. Um, No, it isn't. You know why? Because the under part, going like but this that. is the part that takes the longest to grow, not this part. The sides and back, in general. Yeah, you want to do it all at the same, Jake. In general, sides and back take longer to grow than the top. Jake, so you're telling me this sense. like I didn't have both. I know. but All right, I'm, no, here's the thing. With the underside, here's what happens when it starts growing. It grows poofy, so your hair starts getting this dome effect. You start looking like your goddamn, like, just, just Jareth the Goblin King, to where it just kind of just, whoop. Oh, it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't look good at all. And then when you start shaving, you can't stop. You have to keep shaving under there. It's uh I had to do it because I still liked having long hair, don't know why. Yeah, and it's oh god, Jake, the honest to god worst. I am shitting you not. So sometimes you know how it gets how it can get inside your foreskin too. Just like I can get lint there sometimes if you have like weird like yeah, you can get your hairs. I had one wrapped once. It was weird. I don't know how it happened. But one time, Jake, I'm I'm not joking one bit. It went inside my urethra. I don't know how it did, but I pulled one of my head hairs out. Like, dude! I bet that felt weird. It felt soups weird. <laughs> oh hell, dude. Oh god. But the one that was snaked around, that felt really cool pulling out. That was cool. Ah. Uh, and just oh, think man, this. Funny. Multiply that struggle by another hole and you have everything girls have to deal with. <laughs> oh, well, more shit. things. <laughs> yeah, that's that's oh. still a struggle that I know not. Yeah. Bad enough digging lint out of your belly button. Yeah, really. Just think about that. That never bothered me too much. You smell it? No, uh-uh. You don't smell your belly button lint? Uh-uh. You don't smell your belly button? You've never no. been tempted to smell your belly button. Mm-hmm. You never, ever, ever. Jake, Jake, no. you are a Dude, guy. Dude, because I'm a gross sweater, so no. Uh, <laughs> oh, come no. on. Oh, oh, are you trying to tell me? You have never farted underneath your covers and felt like, should I flap this out? You know, air it oh, out? Oh, no, that's I, all the should time. I, should I just see what it... But the belly... Oh, God! Hashba! Wave that shit out! <laughs> no, but the belly button lint, I was never tempted Never, ever. No, I'll do that with farts, but not belly button lint. You'll do it with your with your poops, but not... You'll yep. do something that actually has to pass poop. Yep. But not something that is just sweat and lint. Yeah. Because I don't want to sniff that shit up my nose, just ain't... Like, if, can you imagine if you would have accidentally snorted... Oh, like God, they got lit. stuck in your nose and you just constantly like, ah! 
Ah, that is gross. <laughs> Dude, that shit's gross. It's gross. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no, dude. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> That's gross, man. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, shit. No, but I smell my socks. For some reason, like, whenever at the end of the day, you know how uh, I kind of have this tendency of, like, leaving shoes on, like, all day until I get ready to go to bed? Yeah, because what so- if you take them off and your feet are all sweaty inside the socks and then they get cold? Just leave the shoes yeah, on. Exactly. They'll stay warm. Plus, it seemed like every time I would take my shoes off, like... One of the Nykirks would call me up, or Dustin would call me up, or somebody would be like, hey, you want to go hang out? And I'm like, yeah, sure. And I'd have to put my shoes right back on anyway. So I'm yes, just like, Jake, I just the cut horror out the... thing of putting your shoes back on. Struggle because through. you never understood that if you tie it just right, they would be snug on your foot, but you can slip them on yeah. and off. I never done that. So, no. So I would just leave shoes on. But that is something that... Uh, that I do, I don't know why. I'll just take off my shoes, take off my socks, like clean out between my toes and sniff the socks just to see if my feet be stinking. Hmm. Yeah. See, I don't have to do that if I wear black socks. I don't know what it is with black socks. I put those things on, I will not be taking off my shoes until bed. Like I've been over at people's house like, dude, why are you still wearing your shoes? Like everybody's in the socks like, like I'm fine. Like, oh, these socks have holes all up in them. I don't want to. When really it's because I'm wearing black socks. And for some reason, only with black socks... They get so horribly stanky on my feet. That's colored socks in general. They do say that colored socks in general tend to make your feet stink. Dude, it gets horrible. And I had these one pair of shoes that had giant holes in them. So if I was wearing black socks, like it set through constantly. I was like, oh. And I don't know how it happened, but I remember my senior year, there were these pair of Adidas running shoes that I had. So uh, they were your Adidas? Yeah. My Adidas, uh, which they were white and like a neon green or neon yellow. But anyway, so I was wearing them one day and I don't know why, but dude, like they stunk. Like the shoes just straight up stunk. So I'm sitting there like, pretend it's not you. Pretend it's not you. Pretend it's not you. <laughs> All the while you're stre- you're getting stressed, thus making you sweat, thus making it worse. And then uh, one of the girls that I went to school with for the longest time, she's sitting over to my right. She called Mrs. Smith over and was like, something's stinking over here. Could you open up a window? And I'm like, act like it's not you. Act like it's not you. <laughs> act like it's not your feet. So after that class, I was like, Mom, we got to get like some some odor insoles for these because they stank. So we went to Kmart and got some and then no more stinking. <laughs> well, not crap, Jake, because you're you. You didn't have a single bit of clothing that didn't stink musky. It's not. No, they didn't. No, no, didn't. no. You don't. You they never, might have smelled like Jake, smoke, but. Jake, you never sat in the back seat of the Thunderbird, which which can be designated as Jake's trash slash hamper. In the, okay, you know what, dear viewers, I'm going to paint a word the picture CDC for you. The CDC should have shut down the T-Bird long oh, yeah. before the I'm going to paint you a word down. picture here, okay? Imagine this. Imagine this. It is the South, okay? It is a must. It is a rural. No, no, no. That has nothing about rural. It's just talking about the climate, Jake. We're not talking about the rural. Economic. Jake. It is always around summertime. Going to be about 80, half the time 90. It's going to be like 85 to 90 degrees with like 100% humidity. Yes. Then you toss in the humidity. Every car turns into like this giant bog. Now, I want you to think, someone who sweats an awful lot, decides, like the Calder boys, like you, especially me, like you, yeah. 
Alright, stanky sweats a lot. Not just perspiration, just stinky, musky sweat. Instead of taking their clothes into the house, would always have a wife beater on beneath them, so he would just take off his t-shirt, toss it in the back seat somewhere. And he would do this for months on Jake. You've never sat in the back seat. You have no idea how many times I had to move your stink-ass clothes. Dude, I'm surprised you could sit in the back seat because I used to keep like a treasure trove of empty Marlboro boxes behind the driver's seat. I used to lounge across the back seat like I was freaking Cleopatra just like it was a chased faint lounge. My legs were up in the chair, were up in the seat, and I was just... My back against the door. Hope or no, it wasn't a door because it was a two door. So just yeah. yeah. So yeah, that that's how I would sit in it. My feet not touching it. Now let me let me throw in some extra bonus material about the T bird here. Oh my! My God. old T bird. The driver's side door you could only open from the inside. You couldn't open it from the outside. And you had a lift to close. No, that was a passenger side. Oh, yeah. The passenger side door, you could only open the door from the outside and not the inside. So anytime I'd have Bob or friends with me, I would have to get out and open the door for them. And then, and as they were getting in... Oh, because we couldn't leave the windows down because if you roll the windows down, they fall. Exactly. And whenever they were, whenever someone would get back into the vehicle, I would have to close the door for them, lift up close and then hit it with my hip to get it to fully close um because those t-birds had such big doors it was ridiculous and let's see i can't remember did the, i just never used the air conditioning so i can't remember if it worked um no it the air conditioning busted on the 1996 trip out out to utah did it yeah I don't remember. So but, it just never worked. So, you know, in order, or if was someone was in the passenger seat, they could roll down the window and open the door themselves, but we would have you to had have, to have your hand on we it. We had to have one person roll up the window and the other person catch the window and put it back in line and help guide it back up after rolling it down. Yeah, it was a heap. And so if it was just me, whenever I would be leaving work from Walmart, I'd have to open the passenger side door, reach across to the driver's side door, open using the handle on the driver's side, close the passenger side, butt bump it, then walk around and get back in. And at one point, the, the window on the driver's side did fall down and shatter into on the inside of the door. <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> Back to the word picture. And I had two stickers on the back window just, to, you know, because I was like 18, 19, 20 and during this one time. one of which one was Limp Biscuit because you're no, a horrible no, 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 human no, no. being. No, one of them was Pimp Town University and the other one said, who's your daddy? Because, you know. A horrible human being. <laughs> so, yeah, that is, yeah. think about what that car would smell like. All right. And you have. And him. some curve. You have to throw some curve, the smell of curve Oh, the moldy in there. curve? The moldy curve? Because, yes, Jake, it would mold. No, not the curve. Not the cologne itself. Everything on would the mold. No, no, se- exactly. That's what I clothes, mean. Your clothes would stank of moldy curve. And, of course, and you know, cigarette, stale cigarette smell that vehicles oh. get whenever you smoke in a vehicle, even with the windows down. Which we had when we first got it because it was a rental first. Oh. <laughs> Memories. Oh, you know how they say smell is the sense <laughs> most linked to memory? Sense tied to memory. Yeah, yeah, here's the thing. And it's that's not a one-way street to where you smell a thing and you're reminded of a thing. You remember something and you smell it. I can smell something by memory, Jacob. And this whole story has made me hurt. <laughs> oh, anyway, I, there's only continue. one little bit of solace I get You can go back to the whole, whole me thing. stinking and what the, what the car smelled like, sorry. Oh, uh, no, 
we just finished oh, it. Oh, okay. Like, you, we literally, you heard me finish it. And you said you can get... <sighs> it looks like I'm not the only one who's out of sorts today. <laughs> oh, the T-Bird, though. Uh, oh, yeah. man. That thing was such a piece of shit, dude. Yeah. <laughs> and the fact that it would... That it caused me, Cody, and Bunny to get stranded in Monticello for like six, eight hours. Nobody should be in Monticello by choice. <laughs> okay. Let alone by force. Well, we went down to meet uh, meet Bunny's girlfriend at the time there at the Monticello Walmart. And then, uh, of course, it was Walmart. And then uh, we were going to go over to the Monticello Fair because we were going to go watch the Demolition Derby because Howdy was Howdy, in the Demolition yeah. Derby. Um, yeah, we have an uncle that's nicknamed Howdy. We're so Kentucky. See, I honestly thought that was his name. Yeah, I yeah. didn't know his name was Charles until I was like freaking almost out of high school. Tyler's the same way though. Charles or Charles is his first name also. It's Charles Tyler. But anyway, um, so yeah, and then we got stranded because for some reason that T bird and I actually had this down to a pattern. If you started and stopped it three times in the same day, the fourth time you would go to start it is whenever it wouldn't start up. It was like it would try turning over, but there was just, it would never. Spark, it would never catch and it wouldn't ignite. Never found out what was wrong with that. Piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Anyway. That fucking so. garbage pack. Oh. <laughs> what was it you were looking at online? Oh, yeah. I figure we can, since we're not really having a cogent thought process on this, I pulled up the phone to look up topics. The first thing I saw on Twitter, Marvel's Civil War Part 2. Which is fucking stupid. Considering the last one was like 10 years ago. Considering the last time they tried to do this was what, the third Secret War and that failed? Or no, fourth? Maybe fourth Secret War? Oh, And this time, it's Iron Man versus Captain Marvel, which he would get killed in no time flat because it's Captain Marvel. Uh, okay, here's the setup, Jake. A mysterious new Marvel character comes to the attention of the world. One who has the power to calculate the outcome of future events with high degree of accuracy. This predictive power divides the Marvel heroes on how best to capitalize the aggregated information. With Captain Marvel leading the challenge, leading fuck, with Captain Marvel leading the charge to profile future crimes and attacks before they occur, and Iron Man adopting a position that punishment cannot come before the crime. That's an odd stance to take for someone. Who would lock people up for having superpowers. And not registering as having superpowers. Yeah. What the fuck? This is the stupidest setup. You know what my first thought was? Maybe they've watched a Maybe they were they've binge wa watching Person of Interest. <laughs> Honestly, I think they just watched a freaking minority report on loop. That or... Maybe this is why shit's becoming too mainstream. Is because now they feel like since there's a the Captain America Civil War coming up in May, that all of a sudden they, they have, have to have to... another Civil War. Which I don't know. They could have just re-released all the shit, and that would have been awesome. Oh no, they, they could have just... re-released a giant omnibus of the chronological, yeah. as in the Master Collection. Yeah. Uh, for what, like a couple hundred bucks, you know, you'll get And how people would have ate that shit. Just nom, 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 eaten, nom, nom. I would have bought that because it would have been everything all in one collection. Yeah. That's something even I would be interested in buying. I'm not big on omnibuses, but since I am such a fan of that story arc, I totally would. I don't, and it just makes no... Oh. 
And then, like, uh, other people with uh, precog powers come out and say, like, in three days' time, a member of the Marvel Universe, a Marvel superhero, is going to cause mass devastation, so they all fight. Causing mass devastation! Oh, my God. It's so... But that's the whole self-fulfilling self so, prophecy. That's... I don't get it. I'm kind of glad I'm not reading comics right now because I'm getting sick of the continuity shifting fucking uh, crossover events every year. I did like how, like, sure, you can have a story that spans multiple things, but it doesn't have to shake the entire universe all the damn time. Like, they were getting one every year, Jake. All right, what was it? What was the one before Civil War? I... Oh, Disassembled. I get the, I don't know, maybe it's because I'm old school, but maybe it's the whole digital comic stuff isn't helping them any. Because to me, like, it's it's a physical interaction, like getting the comic book, turning the pages. I'm not a fan of digital reading in general, maybe it. that's that's why. But to me, there's something, there's something about that experience of buying comic books. Like, me and you every Wednesday going to collector's comics having breakfast at burger king because we always showed up before the damn ups <laughs> shipment so we would hang out at burger king looking at collector's comics waiting for the ups truck to show up so we could go in and irritate danny and get our comics in bolt i still smell that comic shop all over the, yep, uh, me too oh and i used to spend a lot of time in that comic shop with mike and jason playing and omar playing D D every yeah. monday night and Bringing like a five dollar little Caesar's pizza, and we kind of chat or two, and because it's a like, few. dude, yeah. you guys were there for like eight hours. <laughs> yeah, it would be from like four or five o'clock in the afternoon to like midnight, one o'clock in the morning. Oh, then that one time we all said fucking and went to the movies instead. Because who was it that worked there? Was his name Jeremy? No, what was his name? Well, Jeremy Bullock did work at the. No, we're talking like who was working at the theater. So we went to see a bunch of movies. One of which was the day after tomorrow, which they had to stop during the tornado scene because <laughs> of a, a tornado. tornado went through the town and there was trees on people's cars. No, oh, I just thought was it was it? really good sound. Because I remember you went with me to that, but it wasn't a D and D night. No, what that was one it? wasn't a D and D night. No. no. But I remember that happening because they kind of just paused the film in the middle. I remember Steve Blair. Maybe it was Steve Blair that got us in there to because no, we also went and saw who, the second Spider Man. We also yeah. went and saw the second Spider Man. When I was uh, when I played that D and D that one night, it was the guy who I replaced when I was playing his character. I don't remember. I think he was short. I can't remember. Oh well. Anyway, it would have had to been Jeremy, but I don't remember Jeremy playing D and D with us much. But maybe that's who it was. Okay. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, I just, I don't really, I hate, okay, let me try to, let me try to word picture why I don't like it. <laughs> uh, no More Mutants. I hate it with a fiery passion. Alright, the whole House of M shit, the No More Mutants crap, because I loved what X-Men was becoming. I love the fact that you had the base X-Men books, and then you had the books about the people in the school. I loved the school books, which is why I loved New X-Men so much, because most of it dealt with the school. Right. A lot of it dealt with it. And so you had Academy X, and you had what's becoming the new X, uh, Generation X and all that. It was great. And Astonishing X-Men thrown in there. But a, the well, Joss Whedon Astonishing started. was a lot more of... It did a bit it with the school. It was more like an X-Men team. But again, it was after. It was after That's No true. More Mutants. And it all just started getting really shit after that. Then what comes with the uh, House of M, No More Mutant shit? About one year later, you get hope. You get that stupid crap with, you know, the... God, I can't remember 
The Messiah Complex, yeah. A little bit after that, you get Avengers vs. Oh, God, I can't even think of what they all are. Because. Yeah, that's right, remember. I forgot about the AVX. Yeah, and then you have the AVX with the stupid Phoenix shit. Which brought back I, mutants again, I'm finally. sorry, but you say stupid Phoenix shit, and that's all stuff revolving around Yeah, okay, Phoenix. yes. It's For t- some reason, sorry. I've always hated the Phoenix I'm sorry, saga. yes, you're right, Jake. That's a tautology. All Phoenix shit is stupid. Even in the cartoon, I couldn't stand oh, the God, Phoenix yeah. shit. I don't know what it is about the Dark Phoenix saga that just irritates me to no end. It's just boring. Because <sighs> it's got to be reproduced constantly. It's like, oh, this is the best it's ever been because they finally made Jean Grey do something. It's like, it's so boring. It's just like the second and third. Like, the second X-Men movie was probably the best of the three. And then it started the whole Phoenix count. Well, you can't count the third movie as part of it because that was Brett Ratner. That was so terrible. Although it was going to suck regardless because, I'm sorry, Brian Singer, you still would have fucking made me hate it. Because there's no way I could have But Vinny Jones is the juggernaut. I never bought that idea. I love Vinnie Jones. And then they kind of forced the juggernaut bitch line. Uh, which, unless you were a giant freaking fan of YouTube at that time, you wouldn't get. Because it was just it. it was just some guy, he redubbed, he like did a bunch of weird super cuts of, uh, of, of the old X-Men cartoon. And one of which was the juggernaut episode. Really dumb, dumb voice, act, voice work with it. Just... You know, just kind of like it was probably one of the first bridge series, but... But no, I just, uh... And actually, whenever I, I went and saw the third one on opening day, and it was me, oh. Bellatrix, two of her progeny, and Big Bunny. <laughs> I went with Mom because... I can't remember if it was that one. I think that one was because it was her birthday, and she has a mat on for that fucking for Hugh, Hugh Jackman. Jackman. It's true. So I took her down to the theater to watch that for her birthday. She's like, oh, thank you! I was like, oh my god. <laughs> like The whole time I'm watching, I was like, god, I hate this movie so bad. Yeah. But you know, maybe that's why I enjoy like the Iron Man and Captain America movies, is because with those two characters, I didn't have a hard-on for those comic books like I did for the X-Men. Like, the X-Men, I was so into that was like the first that was our thing yeah and so i think that's why i was so hardcore about it and that's why with captain america and iron man with those two and even thor to an extent i think that's why i enjoyed those because i didn't have as much you gotta just experience time invested, them without, yeah which you know even not not having read the comics that winter soldier was just i don't care if you want to cons- if you just consider that a movie it's just a fantastic yeah like because Shadow you took a Clancy Cam- movie and tossed fucking Captain America in it, it and was he did phenomenal. what Captain America would do in that situation. Yep. It's like, oh, we're going to be Cloak and Dagger. We're going to have to be so... No. Yep. Captain America ain't about that. Dude, that movie was... Oh, I know I always end up talking about it, but that's... Pro- that's a good Even movie. over Avengers, I may even put that one over Avengers. I love The Winter Soldier. That movie. Hmm. I know Soraya, her favorite is Dark World. She actually really liked really? the second Thor movie. That's yeah. odd because it was really kind of crap. The first one was good. The second well, I one think was because, just... And I think the reason, like, especially if you put it up against like a Captain America 2, Thor 2 has more of those fantastical comic book elements. Yeah, Whereas, is... you know, with her, she's like, whenever I go to the movies, I don't want to have to sit there and be guessing. I want to be entertained. She's like, with Captain America 2 first time you watch it you're all like well who's doing this and she's like i was so worried about who's doing what that i couldn't really enjoy the movie See, that's why i don't do that anymore i started doing that crap and then i was like you know what i don't care i'm just gonna sit here and remember to swallow every now and then because i think i'm gonna let my brain shut down and my mouth is just a gate well and see that's what was rough whenever i took that uh 
that film and culture uh, class, I was afraid I was going to do terrible because I can't critically watch a movie. Like, if I watch it the first time, I'm like, boom, I'm in it. Right. And so I'd have to watch it multiple times. If it's a movie I don't like, I'm not going to watch it a second time just to try to critique it. I will. I will with freaking notepad in hand. I felt like when I was cleaning up that room, which I finally got a little bit more done, I found this old notebook I had where I think it was right when you and Soraya started dating. I think it was because I remember she came over and you guys you guys came around here and I was watching freaking one of the Breaking Dawns with a notepad in hand because I was writing down everything that was so horrible about this movie and that was, I think, my second time watching it because it was so dumb. That's the beautiful part, especially with like when he talked to really bad movies. The Twilight ones just suck. They, but the last one sucks in a different way. It's that spectacularly horrible movie that's compelling. Because the other ones were just bland, boring, and useless. This one was bland, boring, and everybody was hamily overacting. So it gave it that thing that made it fun to watch, where everybody sort of is trying too hard, but they still fail horribly, so you're laughing at them instead right. of with them, and you don't feel bad about it. Well, you know, I got to where finally I could, like, in the moment, realize, oh, hey, this filmmaker's trying to say this, you know? You know, like with certain shots, that sort of thing. I got to where I could look at stuff like that critically, but I, w- I couldn't think about it because even like in Winter Soldier, like at one point you're like, dude, what the hell is going on? And then you get right back into the movie. Like you can have that split second of being like, dude, I have no idea what's going on, but it's good. Or I don't have no idea what's going on and it's in a bad way, you know? But I did get to where I could finally do that. Finally. It's like I was watching... Or I noticed yesterday as we were watching uh, Skyfall, like that scene with the uh, all the caskets covered in the Union Jack, like from the end opposite of M. Like if you look at it, it they made sure to have everything perfectly in line from that camera angle. Like the middle, the middle bar of the Union Jack, right? That middle red bar. Yeah. It was perfectly in line from the front casket to the back. There was no. Huh. It was not off at all. So the more Some I watch really good movie, cinematography, which Sam Mendes directed Skyfall, who also directed American Beauty, which I can get if somebody's not into the story of American Beauty, but the way it's shot and the way he tells the story in that is phenomenal. And Kevin Spacey fucking kills. Dude. I honestly don't know why I've never seen it. I just I don't, haven't. Because in some ways it is kind of cheesy, but at the same time, in in some ways it kind of has that, it kind of has like a little bit of an anti-establishment feel to it. Because Kevin Spacey's like, you know what, sure, I'm making six figures a year, but I am unhappy. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to quit my job and I'm going to go back and work at the burger joint that I worked at whenever I was 17 and I was most happiest in life. And he does. He goes and picks up a mint job for 10 bucks an hour because that's what made him happy. And he didn't tell his wife about it until she comes through with Peter Gallagher, who she's humping on the side. And they come through the drive-thru and that's whenever he realized what all... Dude, it's oh, it's such a good movie, man. You should try to watch it today. It's it's a little over two hours. I probably but won't today, but I will try to give it a try. Okay, Jake? It, it's good. Okay, so Jake, we finally got to submit a topic. Okay, I... As always, I ask people to do things on Facebook like a minute before we start recording. And Ollie's disappointed in me for it. But uh, but one of my friends, Nicole, 
hooked us up with this topic. Your friend Nicole or our cousin Nicole? A uh, friend. No. Oh, okay. Uh, someone I worked with. Which Robin suits Batman best? Which is the best Robin for Batman? And we are, just to save time, okay, we're going to cut it down to the four, okay? Dick, Jason, Tim, Damien. Which one? Damien uh, was Damian his kid. Is the one that, oh, okay. Yeah, it was his Tim, kid. Tim, is he the one that became Azrael? No, no, no. Batman? None of them became Azrael. Azrael was just a guy okay. uh, which who one, took over Batman. Which one was it that first became Nightwing? Only Nightwing is Dick Grayson. The okay. original, True Blue, Dick Grayson, Jason Todd, Senior Crowbar, <laughs> Tim Drake, and Damien. Now, although we are at a bit of a handicap because we never read too much after Damien, but the concept of him, I I'm did trying like. to remember Damien myself. But no, because even in the detective, he... yeah, because even in the detective comics, it was still um, Timmy. It uh, it was either Tim or Dick Grayson, whereas. Cause uh, the ones you were reading, if they were modern, th- they were. They this were... was like Paul Dini 08, Yeah, no, oh seven, something dude, like that. Jake, or okay. earlier. This, this maybe oh six. You're showing your uh, haven't read comics and ever. I Dick haven't. Grayson hasn't been Robin since the eighties. Yeah, maybe it was Jason Todd then. Jason Todd hasn't been the been Robin since the nineties. But see, in but it was different it was in the, the the string of detective comics that because this was in. Uh, if Detective Comics was following suit with everything else, it was the same timeline. So it was Tim. It was Tim. Was it Tim Drake then? Tim Drake, yeah. It had to have been because remember, Jason Google Todd was out. dead. Little Bunny Foo Foo's dead. Oh. When was it that he died? Which which story arc was that? Uh, I can't remember. Was it the original Death in the Family? Maybe. I can't remember, but it's been a while since. Oh, but I'm so like. You know what sucks the most about freaking uh, Jason Todd's death? I don't know why he's so fixated on Batman fucking it up. His mom sold him out to the Joker. Why is he obsessed with Batman when his own flesh and blood sold him out to the goddamn Joker, Jake? That was fucked up, and it wasn't a simple thing you revealed later. It was told to him right before he was beaten to death that, yeah, uh, your mom did it. Like, hey, here's your mom. I'm going to burn you both alive now. Bye. Okay, sorry. I'm just going to look this up so I can see. Oh, wow. There's a Stephanie Brown who was a Robin also? Yeah, a spoiler, I think, was her name. But it was only for like three fucking issues, and then they killed her, I think, or something like that. It was Tim Drake's girlfriend. She took on the persona when something happened to him. Oh, he had to quit because his dad died. Let me look at Tim Drake. Yeah, his uh, Captain Boomerang killed his dad, so he kind of stopped. His first appearances. And Tim Drake, I'm, I'm going to flat out say while you're looking up, Tim Drake is my pick. Flat out. Because, all right, you have Dick Grayson, who was Robin because he stumbled into oh, it. Oh, so Tim Drake was Robin until 2009. Yeah. Following the events in Batman Battle for the Cal, he w- has taken up the identity of Red, Red Robin. Robin, yeah. Um, oh, good. Lionel Messi won the Ballon d'Or. Never mind. Sorry. I know that's really random. Oh, my God, Jake. Um, but, no, I just wanted to check because uh, because whoever it was, like, the issue of Detective Comics that I read that stands out so much, it was fantastic. It was, like, Christmas time, and the Joker had kidnapped a family in a minivan. Oh, and, that was Tim Drake. Yeah, and so he ends up getting Tim. Robin is uh, becomes a capturee also, and it was so twisted. Like the humor was really dark and twisted to it, which I still ended up laughing at. But uh, 
I don't know why that that one sticks out so much. So I was just trying to remember. Yeah, it was it was t- Jake. I was assuring you for a good solid three minutes that it was Tim Drake, because it was Tim right. Drake. Anyway. Oh, so he wasn't. He was the Batman and Batman Beyond. I didn't know that. Tim Drake was. No, he really wasn't. No. It says right here. Oh God, no! A Jake. near, a, oh sorry, a near future version of Tim was first introduced in the new Fifty Two Future Stand. Later, stars in his own ongoing series, Batman Beyond, having assumed the mantle of Batman from his mentor. Oh, but maybe that's I more in comics than the TV show. Oh no, yeah. the the cartoon. No, it was not. It was it was definitely not. It was Terry McGinnis. Anyway, I fuck. Where was I? <laughs> I don't remember. All right, I'm still reading. So. so you have the basic setup of. Of I, of, fuck, damn, you just completely derailed me, Jake. You're welcome. You have Dick Grayson, who is Robin because it just happened. You have Jason Todd, who kind of stumbled into it too, by, you know, trying to steal from the Batmobile, and Batman needing a Robin, decided, oh, fine, you'll do. With Tim Drake, Jake, it's a really cool freaking I uh, Tim Drake Jake. <laughs> it's a really cool story because what happens is it's after Jason Todd's death, okay? And there's just this kid who notices that Batman's getting darker and darker and darker and darker. And he knows what's going to end up happening. Batman's going to end up killing somebody. And it's going to just start everything bad. And he he knows that Batman needs Robin. Robin is that sh- that little speck of light in Bat- Batman's horrible, angsty, I'm a, I'm a Dark Avenger bullshit, okay? Which is why I always liked Robin, because he counteracted the everything's dark and gray, crawling in, my leotard. Okay. Darkness. <laughs> <laughs> Dead parents. <laughs> Lego movie. I forgot about that. <laughs> okay, so it combats, you know, Batman's dark bullshit nicely. Yeah. So Tim Drake actually finds out who Batman is because he works his little inner detective and he finds him and tells him, you need a Robin. I want to be Robin. And so, of course, you know, he's trying to be Robin and Two-Face is the big villain. And, of course, since it was right after Jason Todd's death, he's all like, huh, I hear that this is Robin's one weakness and pulls out a crowbar and is about ready to go to town on him. But uh, but yeah, I liked Tim Drake because he wasn't Robin just to be it. He knew Robin was needed and he he liked being Robin. He was good at Robin. He was great at being Robin. Instead of, you know, falling into the role? Yeah, instead of just... <laughs> well, no, no. His, know, parents, his parents are the ones that I fell. Know, I know, I know. His parents fell him into still the role. Kind of a twist. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I always liked Tim Drake, and then you have Damien, which I kind of liked the concept of, even though I didn't get to read much of it because you have someone who's darker than Batman. So Batman has to try and teach someone how to not be a sociopath, which is hilarious. I don't know. I guess it's, and you were right. It was Death in the Family was the the original was, one. Yeah. yeah, so that was in '88. That's what it said, but. Well, um, when well, the thing is, though, I was wondering is because I could have sworn they called death they call it death in the family when they killed uh, Drake because oh no, Batman started becoming less dark. We can't have a not dark Batman kill that Robin. So they well, killed that no, Robin. It sounded like that they held a telephone pole. No, <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not. talking about the new death oh. in the family. Um, I don't know. I guess maybe it's skewed because it's 
so in that to that extent, in our comic book reading venture, right? It's been Tim Drake and not any of the others. Yeah. Um, so anything like whenever it comes to Jason Todd and Dick Grayson, it's all more from like reading from the past perspective, right? And movies and, uh, cartoons and that sort of thing. Um, so it's, it's difficult gauging which one, uh, although I did like cartoon, uh, Dick Grayson from from the animated series. Yeah. Yeah. That was a really good that. And also he wasn't rocking, you know, no pants. That was weird. That was just, oh. But, you know, of course, there's also the I think original it was the boots. TV series, Dick Grayson. <laughs> that was more all. I think that's why I didn't like Dick Grayson, because he was so aw shucks. Because we didn't understand satire as children. We didn't understand that that was a comedy. That that was supposed to be over the top stupid. No, I think we understood that that was supposed no, to... No, I, I dude, legitimately thought that was the fact that there's a rubber stupid. shark hanging off of a... The... Uh, Jake, that was from the movie, though. I know, I did but... not see the movie till years after I saw the show. But, I don't know. I, I think... I don't know. But, yeah. Anyway, I... I th- but still with Dick Grayson, like, even what I've read... Sorry. In the comic books, he still comes across as kind of aw shucksy. You know, but you got to remember in the time period that he was written. He had to be aw shucks. Right. Just just like Bucky. Bucky was kind of aw shucks. Oh, God. Did you see? Have you read the retcons of Bucky? Because when Wolverine had his ongoing origin Mm -hmm. series and also with Deadpool, what they did is they brought it back to where the Bucky that shows up in the comics that that was in the old comics. It was the Bucky from the in-universe comics where they turned him into a boy howdy cap. Let's go get these Nazis. But no, Bucky in the war was psychotic. We're talking brandishing freaking uh, Tommy gun everywhere he went and torturing Nazis. Oh my God. He was batshit insane in the con- in the wreck. I loved, sometimes it sucks when people retcon, but when you retcon someone to be like, no, that's just how we like to imagine Bucky. Because that's how the comic, that's how the comics in the Marvel Universe, the old comics of Captain America's stories, that's how they portrayed Bucky. So he let people believe it. But real Bucky? Oh God, dude. They had like a, in the Deadpool, in the Deadpool one where he was like traveling back and forth. Oh, that was the best because he was out crazy in Deadpool. It was great. <laughs> they pre- they kept portraying him as a frothing at the mouth psychopath. But I, uh, with Dick Grayson, I... Uh, it was a good transition having him Nightwing because he was always but a see, star. But see, I like Nightwing more than I like Dick yeah, Grayson. Because, yeah, he was always Robin. a star. He was the center, you know, he was the flying Grayson, you know. He's he's used to being a star and having to be in the shadow, it kind Which of Which was hurt a total him. misnomer because obviously they can't fly. <laughs> <laughs> they did fly, Jake. They flew for precisely an eighth of a second. Then, gravity. <laughs> Then they were the falling Graysons. <laughs> then they were the, the landed Graysons. Oh, the splatter Graysons. The gray matter Graysons. Then they were the Graysons that didn't get up. <laughs> the down for the count Graysons. Oh, they were. They were. Oh, oh, that's terrible. <laughs> and and yes, but not in the way you think oh, it's terrible. Man. Oh shoot. But yeah, Jason Todd was too Batman angsty. That's a word. I hate Batman's angst. It is the most boringest fucking thing in the world. 
See, maybe that's why I like the Paul Dini because he didn't feel so angsty. It was more kind of, you know, like he had his moments, but it was more focused on like the detective yeah, kind of side. Which is nice. Have your have your stupid noir comic where a guy dresses up like a rat. Yeah. But once again, that's Paul Dini. Once we can't expect everyone to be yeah. Paul Dini. If you're going to be waiting for the next for every about. Batman to be Paul Dini based, you're going to be waiting forever. Yeah. Yeah. Which is tragic. Alrighty, dear viewers, we are going to resurrect something we have not done for a while because over the weekend... Since episode two? Yeah, was it episode two or episode yeah, three? Yeah, it's episode okay. two. So, over the weekend, I was over at Jake's, and we had an incredible night of Super Fight. So we're going to bring back an old, old, amazing little thing. We are going to play some rounds of Super Fight for your wonderful amusement. Oh, God, I, half my white cards are ones from last night. I shovel suck. Yeah, some of these are ones I already have. Oh, well. All right. So, and on this one, we're going to have extra things because I do have the the location, situation, and challenge decks, which is great. So, we're going to try to do a few a few weird little weird little rounds. for. We're going to try and do a few rounds with you, okay? We're going to see how this goes. If it sucks, you're never going to hear this. The last <laughs> subject will be the Batman, just so <laughs> you all know. Well, granted, if they don't hear this, it's... Already. Anyway, let's go. <laughs> All right. Uh, you got your respect? Yep. Okay. What do you want? A situation, location, or... Let's do a challenge. Yeah, a challenge will be fun. All right. What would be the best date for He-Man? Just drank five energy drinks. Which of our picks would be a best first date for He-Man who just pounded a shitload of energy <laughs> drinks? Mine is a hippo riding a war elephant. <laughs> <laughs> Mine is a high school marching band that's ten stories tall. He could he could probably he would ball enjoy every last one of them exactly. But dude, he's he's gonna ride the hippo that's yeah, riding yeah. a war elephant. But dude, think of no no no. Think about this. Okay, in the context of He Man, He Man was made to sell toys, right? That is more toys to sell. He Man riding Battle Cat, riding a hippo, riding a war elephant. That's a lot of toys to sell. So technically, that'd be the best first date. Yeah, uh-oh. At least with the high school marching band, he would have more options. Because it's a first date. He's not going on a date with a hippo. He's not going to try to wine and dine a hippo. Wow, what's wrong with a hippo? Huh? <laughs> Fat um, girl needs love too, Craig. Yes, it's Fat a Fat girl needs love too, Craig. Holy yes, shit. It's a mammal. But it's also not a human mammal. <laughs> Neither is Battle Cat. <laughs> but, Why do you think Cringer is always just flinching? <laughs> yeah, no, it's a high school marching Damn. game. Damn! Okay. At least humans. Okay, be a dick. You're just mad because I finally won one, considering I didn't win any at all. Or no, I won two on Saturday. Okay, next one. We'll do a... S we'll, we'll pull the situation afterwards. All right. I have Jack Bauer with a venomous bite. I have 50 Mafia Dons. Fuck. Okay. 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 Situation. Fighters are stuck to the ground 10 yards apart. Shit! Ah, <laughs> Son of a bitch! Dons. What the hell? That is cheap as shit. That is cheap. You suck, Jake. That is wrong. That is wrong. That is horrible. That is fucked up, man. Venomous Jack Bauer would win everything. Venomous Bite Jack Bauer, you mean? Obviously not everything. <laughs> All 
I'm, I'm just, I'm getting rid of my stupid ones. Okay. Uh, That's what this one is, but. Okay, then you know what? We're going all in. We're going location, situation, and challenge. Okay. All right, the fight is taking place on top of a trapeze above a pool of hot lava. Fighters cannot get within 50 yards of each other. And we're performing rhythmic gymnastics. <laughs> <laughs> Who would be best? Oh my god, that is freaking cool that as hell! An elderly Miley Cyrus. I have the Statue of Liberty who can't stop sobbing. <laughs> because Miley Cyrus is elderly. So Miley Cyrus being Miley Cyrus, she's going to be half naked if not totally. What's with all the hate with Miley Cyrus with you? She's a kid. Who gives a shit? Even last night. No- it's just a point. It's Man, just you a guys point. were going ape on her. It's just uh, a point. That's all it is. It's just a point. Trapeze. Uh, wow, you're actually sticking up for Miley Cyrus. Eh. No, I don't give enough of a shit to be anti. Either. Exactly. I'm not anti uh, at all. All right. Well, honestly, I'm fucked. Because one, it's a statue. Two, well, with the whole wrecking ball thing, she actually knows how to at least hold on to a thing that's going <laughs> swingy swing. Yep. But wait! No. Doesn't matter. No, I was going to think she'd break the rules by getting within 50 feet of the Statue of Liberty because Statue of Liberty's huge as shit. <laughs> that and also the constant sobbing. If it was, even if the Statue of Liberty could animate, if a la Ghostbusters 2, it still would be crying so much, it would slip. Well, not just that, but it would and have then its it would eyes closed. But, but it would have its eyes closed. Part of sobbing Shh. is oh. having your eyes closed from crying. Also, it couldn't do anything anyway because technically it's an angel. Fucking Moffat. Yep, sorry, Bob. <laughs> Shit! <laughs> okay. Damn, dude, I sucked at shuffling these. Okay. Let's do a situation. Fighters are wearing skinny jeans. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> you know what? They're wearing skinny jeans inside of a carnival. <laughs> Or is that Carnival? No, that's just a Carnival. No, it's Carnival. Carnival. Okay. Carnival well, no. would have an E at the end. It would end. say, okay, yeah. Yeah. Carnival All right. would have an E at the end. I have a nine-foot-tall Colossus wearing skinny jeans in the middle of a Carnival. I have Michael Jackson that can only be killed by beheading. <laughs> Colossus would win. Yeah, because Colossus, Colossus would just, would just rip, rip his, his fucking head off. off. Yeah. Ha-ha. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's make this one badassness, okay? This next fight is take your most badass combination... And we'll put them in a situation, okay? And honestly, while while Jake's deciding, I was looking up on the Super Fight site. And remember, go to Super, Super Fight, Fight Game. Site. What is it? Let me look it Super up. Super Fight Sorry. Site. All right, yeah. Go to uh, if, if you go to superfightgame.com, they actually have some really cool new rules. They have things like villain, to where one person is going to play the villain. He picks the coolest combination of one character and two uh, attributes, and. Everybody has to pick what they think would be best at fighting it. And that the villain picks who would try. win. Yeah. We, we, next we time we get a few people together, people, yeah. dude, yeah, we're going to play that. That's going to be so fucking cool. Yeah. Okay. You go first? Yeah, I'll go. Darth Vader swinging a shark on a chain. Oh, yeah? I have Gandhi riding a motorcycle, bitch. Doesn't matter. Darth Vader can just force choke Gandhi. No, we're going by which is more badass. Yeah. This is Gandhi on a motorcycle. <laughs> 
All Gandhi right. could barely hold up a motorcycle because he's so little. He doesn't have to hold it up. He just has to stay upright on it. That's the problem. He couldn't exactly ride a motorcycle because oh, oh, oh. he couldn't okay, stay so first, upright. First, you're hating on Miley Cyrus because she's weird. Now Gandhi because he's small. What the fuck is wrong with you? That's because Gandhi would go on so many hunger strikes, he just didn't have the... He does not have the strength Jay? to be able to hold up but a motorcycle. But what if it's Ben Kingsley's, ben Kingsley's Gandhi? Huh? Are you going to say Ben Kingsley on a motorcycle isn't badass? Is that what you're trying to tell me? And I'm sorry, a, a but it shark doesn't flail... Say, it does not say Ben Kingsley as Gandhi. It's it says Gandhi. Gandhi. Okay. It's just... Oh, it's any interpretation of Gandhi there. Well, okay, well, guess what? That can be the, the version of Gandhi that's on the Civilization games. Yeah, which means he's which the baddest... Which means he's mo- nothing but pixels, meaning he can't ride a motorcycle. Which means the motorcycle would be pixels. No, no, no. That is taking too much of a stretch because the motorcycle itself would also be pixels. And Jake, there's something you don't remember. Gandhi and Civ was a nuking son of a bitch. He would kill everybody in the world, which made him a badass. It was... No, no, no. Jake, Jake, shut, shut. It was so badass that when they realized the bug that caused it, because, you know, I... After a certain time, you get negative one in uh, Bloody Blah, the thing, the, the mm-hmm. nicety. Because of that, it would make him negative two million or 25,000 or something like that. The, when the developers found this out, they didn't fix it because it was so cool, they left it in. Yeah. So that means Gandhi... In that version of Sid that you just said it was, All versions is of Sid. so badass that they didn't fix a bug he was in, which I, would make him more badass than Darth Vader. I hate it. I always hated it whenever Gandhi was in a game of Civ that I was yeah. playing. I always hated it. But Gandhi, in general, in that sense, is cooler than Darth Vader. Darth Vader, yes. But Darth Vader... Gandhi could not even get close enough to We're Darth not talking Vader. about winning a fight. We're talking about sheer badassitude. It's not Gandhi riding a motorcycle. Yes, it is. Because guess Bob, what? Do you remember what Gandhi wore? Can you imagine as he's driving on a motorcycle what you could possibly yeah. see from Gandhi? You could while see he's on- everything. Oh, you could see all of his diapered ass, man. No. Yeah. That's no, no. gross. Also, that's not badass. That's gross. Get your motor running. <laughs> no. Oh, Darth are Vader's- you saying he doesn't like Breeze up his shit? He doesn't want a nice cool breeze oh, up no, his no nose. No, he might want a nice cool breeze up his no nose, but that's not. That doesn't mean it's going to be good for the rest of everyone who might see him. We're not again. We're not talking about what's good but for the world. It's about badass. It's about being badass. Yeah, that and it's is about not, not caring. The lack of caring makes it so much cooler. The sweaty, the sweaty, gross. Freaking! Uh, they wouldn't be sweaty marks. because he's riding the motorcycle, Dude, getting a breeze. He would be getting. He would be leaving skid marks and not of the t- the type that's left by rubber tires. Maybe his, as well. Hey, he would. You would know for a gross. fact he would also squeal tires. He would have both both skid marks. You stupid bastard! No, you know he would have still, both kinds. Still not. Nope. No. Because you know what that is. Because the shark would die in no time. Because guess what? Doesn't matter if the shark is alive or taught- dead. Doesn't matter if he's, the shark's he's alive just, or dead. He's swinging a shark from a chain. He's just a guy with a shitty voice, wearing a respirator, swinging around a dead fish. That's all right. Just a dead fish. Oh, and also, Which is going to stink. And guess you know what? what? Gandhi, during his hunger strikes, is going to be like, damn, that thing looks really good right now. No, he won't have to worry, okay? You know why? Because he can just... Wah, wah. Ow! He's still... No, he is cooler. No. He is beyond cool. Nope. He is beyond cool. Nope. Okay, you know what then? Fuck it. Let's leave it up We're to the ending, viewers. That's what I was doing. We're going to stop it here, viewers. And... Because, by the way, I'm winning three to one. 
Oh, you so, are? I yeah. actually wasn't keeping score. Okay. Uh, day dude, we weren't going to tell him the thing, just in oh, case sorry. I had to cut the shit. Yeah. Anyway, we're going to leave it here. We're going to leave it here, because this is where audience participation is going to come in on this one. We want you guys to tell us. What's right, more badass? Tweet at us. Facebook at us. I Email us. Fucking smoke signals. I don't care. Tell us which was more badass. Not which who would win in a fight. We're trying to figure out who is more badass. Darth Vader swinging a dead fish. Or motherfucking no, it say dead fish. It says a shark on a chain. Yeah, it, it would eventually dead die. Fish. It would That's eventually. fine, but it doesn't say oh, that specifically. Yeah, nah. You see, I was thinking it was like a morning star, which would make it even more cooler. <laughs> but no, it's just on a chain. Oh, that's so 80s it hurts. I'm still going with Gandhi. But yeah, tweet at us. Hit us with an email. Hit us on Facebook. Let us know. Settle this for us. Who actually would win an, a badass contest between Gandhi on a motorcycle and Darth Vader swinging a dead fish? Jackass. Okay. So while Jake is already asking the internet, just completely... Damn, dude, what has been with you today and derailing shit in the middle of it? God. It's like I'm a flying Grayson and you're just a cut freaking trapeze rope. Jackass. Alrighty. <clears throat> so we're going to let it go from here. Wow, we actually... Oh, dude. We actually had some decent recording for not knowing what the crap we were doing today. Go, Jake. I told you, it still might turn out to be a good one. Yeah. Alright, so that's going to wrap it us. Wrap it up for us. Fuck. <laughs> Shut up. That's going to... Shut up! Shut up! I can't Brothers cut it podcast. if you don't stop! Oh, God, eat a dick. <laughs> That's going to wrap it up for us for today, you horrible human being, you. All right, so... He uh, means me, not you, dear viewer. Well, you listen to this more than me, so it could be both. That's true, because I, I have no... Some people are like, dude, you listen to your own podcast? Well, yeah. And really, a part of it is because is I do want to know what works, what doesn't, yeah. you know, like sounds, all of that. I want to know if there's things that it's we can like sharpen up. not like our people up, are going to tell. Well, no, that's a lot. That's just being I mean, I listen to a, do tell us. Yeah. I listen to a lot of podcasts in general. I listen to like four. And I think, I think the thing that just makes it... It's not so much the... Um, the structure or lack thereof for us. Very lack thereof. I think it's just where we need to find that production thing to get our tone of voice down and yeah. more level. The, uh, to the where character of us set up. And yeah, we're we like got to work on the, the levels and things. But I'm, I'm dude, We're I'm still trying. in the like, first trying. 15 episodes. So Yeah, this is episode 16. Yeah. So. We've only been doing this for... Since Holy September. Shit. Today is... I believe today is three months. Because I think we uploaded them on the... On the 11th. Oh, I need to check. October? I need to check. You might yeah. be right. That Literally, like right. this podcast, I do believe, has only been up three months now. And also, as much as I was like wanting those views. The 500? Yeah. Here's the thing. Explain something, okay? 500 plays is what I wanted. It was at 496. Our, uh, our episode for Star Wars. For Star Wars has had, I think, 25 views. Explain to me, Jake. How we are only at 507 or 510 views or plays. If one, if the episode I uploaded when we only had 496 has had a 20, I think, I think 25 at least. That's when I was checking it the other day. Unless it's the same, sorry. Unless it's the same person um, listening to it. Doesn't matter. The thing is plays, not hits. It's not going by a website. It should not be going by website hits because the analytics for that is. So I honestly think I need to. I need to do up the math. I don't know what's going on with that freaking play thing, but yeah, but I think we got it's over the five hundred. So yeah, we I think we had well over five hundred when I did that. 
So, okay. <laughs> but thank you for uh, helping us get to 500. Yeah. Even though it was just after the new but year. Hey, like I wanted, but hey, I don't care. I'm not going to hate on that too yeah. much. If no, I would have uh-huh. up, if I would have re- finished that up that day and uploaded it, it would have been fine. But I did not want to. I did not want to, Jake, because I was editing that for four hours. All in all, about four hours I was on that damn episode. So, yeah. I'll so, put that on my Facebook page also. Okay, cool. My actual Facebook page. Try and get it, yeah. Yeah. That way we can compile all of our stuff. I'll probably share it. That way we can get figure out, you know, who wins what. All right. And I don't know what's going to happen for who wins, but we just we just want to know. I know when we started, this like, oh, the winner's going to have their whole little, I can talk for five minutes, blah, blah, blah. Like, no. This is genuinely, we would bitch about this for hours, so we're letting somebody else decide. Yep. Decide who's the winner in this A Brother's Quarrel. <laughs> oh, I should have ended right there without the cash, without the trail off. That was good. In this quarrel between two brothers. Okay, yours was better. Fine. Yeah, I'm right. It was. <laughs> All right, we're gonna let you go. Until next time, I uh, remember that nobody ever truly wins an argument. Not without the help of viewers like you. We don't. <laughs>